I mean, it's a magical goddamn bag. Right? You're a magical goddamn bag. I've... He's going for a party wipe. <laughs> <laughs> Manny and Devoth make a reflex save. Welcome back to Tuesday Gaming. We are Swiss Army Scorpion. And I'm waiting on that reflex save. A 12. 20. So, after a grueling battle with this giant vine creature, Manny finally lets off the final pop! And the vine creature makes one last writhe in agony, and it goes silent. And for a second, everyone on the ship is cheering. Some are crying over fallen brothers in arms and then you suddenly hear snap 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 manny and devoth look up and the vine creature is falling oh my god manny you take 13 damage devoth you take half of that the creature falls on you and gets shish kebobbed on the main mast and as my rage wears (laughs) off the damage that dealt goes with it didn't you already take like a like a a crit to the the back by one of the other crew members. It was a crit threat. It didn't confirm. Oh, okay. And then I activated my rage and like fast healed everything back up. Okay, Manny, you good? A little under half health. Yeah. Okay. I would say that thirteen damage, like that was less than one of the heals that I gave him. That's true. You gave yeah. him a lot of heals. Actually, not true. He effectively healed me. He only gave me like two. <laughs> it was a nice change of pace from that guy with two shields. Who? Oh. <laughs> you know the 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 dead body on the deck, the mast pile. <laughs> the mast pile, dude. You can't call it that. Not no, cool. it's so <laughs> called that. All right, so uh, it is now quiet, uh, except for the very aggravated monkeys that are like losing their shit right now because that apex predator that always bothers them was going nuts just now so they're all like but besides that seems like the fight is over i'm going to toss manny another uh cure light wounds so manny heals another 14 oh max healing that's what i'm talking about yeah i'm up to 34 out of 45 so that's a tasty little touch (laughs) so uh devoth and manny eventually i'm sure clear themselves of the vine creature like maybe having to cut their way out of it and eventually everybody is on the deck of the mascador and it's not pretty you've got at least a half dozen dead bodies i kind of lost count (laughs) i'm lying in a pool of blood lemon are you conscious no (laughs) oh yeah um he's sleeping in a pool of blood i'm at negative nine holy shit when i get back down to the deck i will toss him Probably the rest of my first level healing. Well, before you get down there, uh, someone will have coaxed a healing potion down Lemon's throat. So hold on. You heal 13 damage. Nice. I have 4 HP. So you come to, and at first you don't at first you don't see anybody, uh, but then Feex Rusk appears next to you, uh, having just been invisible, and he's also extremely tiny. He's half the size of that you are right now. Hey, little guy. Hey, Lemon. I'm glad to see you moving. Glad to be moving. You're tiny. Yeah, I uh, was trying to be as hard to hit as possible versus that big plant creature, whatever it was. That thing was a monster. You, ha- I think you had the right idea. It just, it wouldn't stop. It wouldn't stop. It kept grabbing you, but uh, you escaped one time too few. <laughs> yeah. Did you uh did you bring me back? I gave you the potion. Ah, is that what you well, mean? Thank you. Yes. Yeah. It doesn't look like everyone was as lucky as you were. <sighs> I look around. I'm assuming it's just a sea of dead bodies, huh? Yeah, including uh two officers, uh the mass shield and uh Crimson Cogward. Oh, fuck. I'm going to run over to their bodies. Uh, well, stagger. Yeah. <laughs> I have a four strength score right now. I'm just going to stagger over, I think. It's pretty easy to tell. Uh, they're dead. That hits hard. What's everybody else doing? Uh, I'm climbing down from the rigging to uh, take stock of my ship after this hell Same. of a fight. Scram is still on the ground. No, he got up and ran around. <laughs> yeah, I got Yeah, I got up and close with the... Uh, yeah, he, he's like at the, the catapult. catapult. Yeah, he yeah. was operating the catapult and ballista at the same time. Ineffectually. 
Only because he kept missing. I hit once or twice, which, you know, Scram is kind of in his own little daze right now. He's tired, and and he saw, like, a bunch of his dying friends, like, hit the floor. He also took he also took a hefty fall as well. So, yeah. Real quick, uh, let's go through everybody's current strength scores. Lemon has a four. Uh, now that Devoth's rage has worn off, he is at a thirteen strength. Manny's rocking a mighty seven. Scram's rocking an eight. That's pretty impressive that Devoth still has thirteen. I thought you were <laughs> right. I thought you were up there for a while. I was only up there for three rounds. Yeah, it was one to get pulled up, one to enact my rage, and one to cut myself out. Yeah, okay. you, you got picked up by the damage vine. That and I did like thirteen damage to it anyway. Yeah, he would have he would have cut through it even <laughs> if he was at full health. <laughs> I was just gonna say I did think of something else. Considering I'm actually the quartermaster and technically we haven't done it yet, I'm gonna start getting a head count and see who we're actually missing. So I'm gonna start going to the bodies and marking off who I can find right. alive, dead. Okay. I'm going to prep that for Devoth, so when I see him, I can give him a list. Yep. <laughs> well, I happen to have a list right here. Oh, perfect. <laughs> I can put my notes away. Um, Devoth, eventually I give you this list. <laughs> <laughs> we lost Crimson Cog, our bosun. We lost the Mass Shield, our Master at Arms. And head of the intern program. <laughs> <laughs> and we lost our intern program. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and our designated husband. Yeah. <laughs> we lost Rosie Cuswell. She who soloed Master Scourge. Mm-hmm. That's three so far, right? Yep. We lost Tilly Brackett, and we lost Shavika. We lost Markham Bunce. Uh, I think that was it for that for the fight. Okay. So, yeah, I, I was dead on. I said a half dozen. Yep. So you lost wow. six six members of your crew. It's still, uh, yeah, I'll, I'll add, it is still... Uh, the middle like, of the night. Yeah, midnight. <laughs> you guys can only see through the light of the torches. And my dancing lights until it winks out. Mm-hmm. All right. Everybody, you fought well. I know that was a very difficult beast that we had to take down, but you avowed yourselves well of it. Now, head back below decks, get some rest while you can. In the morning, we need to find what supplies we can, and then we will make for port and then come back and scour this island. We are not done here. Is anyone staying up? Keep watch. I'm actually going to have Aaron Ivy just like stay up the rest of the night and then he can he can rest tomorrow while we're going inland to get supplies. And I'm going to burn the rest of my heals on uh, Lemon because I think he's the only one that's conscious and hurt. I'll scram a bit too, right? Uh, yeah, I'm at, um, I'm at a 17. I, I have some damage left too, but definitely give him the Lemon. We'll start with Lemon. Lemon heals 14. <laughs> I am at 18. Out of? 36. Okay. One more for Lemon. 13. Damn. One for Scram. Heals 10. And how bad are you hurt, Manny? Uh, missing 11. How about you, Scram? How low are you now? I'm missing 10. Ha, get out of here, sucker. How about you, Lemon? I am missing uh, 5. All right. Ah, give it to me. So I'll toss my last one at Manny. 7. Uh, I had to min-roll eventually. <laughs> yep. Captain. <laughs> Yes, Lemon. Couple of thoughts. While we're in port, I think we should consider finding some sort of wand to cure ourselves. Get a few. I reach into my pouch. I've got one of those, actually. <laughs> maybe like, maybe like ten more. <laughs> that's not. And, uh, that's not a bad idea. They're they're always handy to have around. Also, we need to be on the lookout for some better ranged capabilities. I've noticed the last few encounters we've had, I've kind of just been twirling my dagger or getting killed. And I'd like to fix that, so... All right, well, let's, uh, we'll see what we can find. Did you want something for you personally, or did you want to find, like, another person that can shoot things? I think both are good. It's, it's our weakness. Uh, well, we'll see what we can find. It's not one we've had to cover very often. Usually Manny just deals with it for us. Well, now we see what happens when Manny gets knocked down fast. <laughs> All right, well, that'll be a problem for another day. Go get some shatai. <sighs> okay, I'm going to hobble off to bed. So before Scram actually goes to bed, uh, he actually goes to find Croup. Croup is in the the mess hall, and uh, you find him, and he's he's kind of like standing like by the stairs, like looking up with a frying pan in his hand. Like he can tell something's been happening, uh, and he's just like waiting for someone to like say that he's needed or like what, like because he's not like traditionally 
someone who fights, but he's like ready to. Yeah, that's that's how you find Croup. Scram uh, kind of asks him directly, like, "Do you have any more drinks?" Yeah, I got some drinks. What what's going on up there? I heard a bunch of ruckus. I'll explain it to you as uh, uh, as we drink. Uh, so isn't Croup a recovering alcoholic? He sure is. Croup <laughs> beckons you into the into the kitchen. He goes and opens a a high cabinet. And he takes out a a bottle of whiskey. He pours you a glass, and then he uh, he just pours himself a, a glass of water from the from the barrel. <laughs> puts like a cucumber slice in it or something. Uh, I explained to Croup everything, uh, what happened upstairs and everything. Scram's trying to like figure out a way how to like cope with his friends falling from the sky, <laughs> like every single like detail, mm-hmm. uh, as a normal sixteen year old boy would. Croup says, I remember the day we lost the masked helmet. It was the hardest day of my life because I was working on getting clean. Here comes temptation. Just make me want to ease all the pain. But you got to you gotta look temptation in the face. You just say no. I know you're hurting right now. But we're here for a purpose. And I know it's easy to lose sight of that. And that which you love and care for gets taken away from you. You got to ask yourself, do I want to just give up now. I don't have my purpose or that which I loved. Or do you want to keep going and get what you're looking for? And yeah, the ones you love are gone. They died so we get this far. That's the way I look at it. It ain't easy to do. If it was, everybody would do it. In the meantime, everyone's got their own ways that they grieve. You'll see no judgment from me, Scram. But really, you should stop drinking. Scram is kind of like mid-drink and kind of like pondering what he says. And I think he he actually just uh, randomly just switches topics completely and talks about, like, uh, the masked helmet. And then uh, eventually, probably, like, 10, 15 minutes in, he'll head off to bed. Okay. Group is happy to just shoot the shit with you for a while. It's obvious that's what Scram needs to do. All right. Does anybody else do anything before you go to bed? Yeah. After Devoth addresses the crew off to the side, I'm just going to mention to him that... He should probably send word for uh, Sandair and Mahim to come meet us at whatever port we head to. What for? Well, we're about to bring on half a dozen new crew members. We just lost a couple officers. And then, I mean, Mahim and Sandair are both officers. Probably a good time to get them back if we're going to bring on a bunch of new crew. That's fair. That's actually, that's that's a pretty good idea. Sandair and Mahim, we fucked up. You're demoted. (laughs) (laughs) They go from being captain and first mate to going back to being bosun and master at arms, which they were before. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, but now they're on the main ship. That's not a demotion. It's at best a lateral move. But no, I I will, I'll I'll send, uh, I'll send the parrot. (laughs) But at the very least, uh, we'll probably need them to bring uh, Lady Smithy to... I've heard the bad news. As everyone's kind of shuffling off to go below decks, uh, Aaron Ivy is going to grab Devoth. He's saying, uh, uh, excuse me, Captain. Yes, Aaron, what is it? Uh, if, I, if I'm if i remembering all these clues correctly for Mancatcher Cove, uh, something's supposed to happen at sunrise. Uh, do you want me to, to wake you up? Not really, but you should. All right, or I could, I could wake up uh, Manny or Scram if, if you want to get your... Your beauty sleep. It's up to you, Captain. Why don't you get us all up? Aye, Captain. Okay. And with that, I start off to the Captain's cabin actually looking pretty good. <laughs> One of those, like, it's weighing on me emotionally, but physically, Devoth is fine. Okay, so, everyone goes to sleep, and uh, then you're all woken up by a ship's bell. God damn it, again? What? It's not, it's not a frantic ringing, it's just, like, the bell that is typically rung. Just the wake-up bell. In the morning, yeah, it's like okay. the wake-up bell. <laughs> Devoth said to wake everybody up, so that's what Aaron's doing. All right. Get up and they go out. Yeah. So everyone kind of limps out onto the main deck. Still a lot of strength damage going on. Besides the like sliver of, of light creeping on through the horizon, the only light is the torches uh, on the ship. And you guys don't really know what you're waiting for, but you just kind of mill about. And uh, as the first light of dawn peeks into the darkened cove from the east... The jungle cliffs come alive with patterns of shadow and light in a thousand fanciful, ever-shifting shapes. That's light cast onto the 
vine canopy above you is now casting all these shadows onto the cliff wall. When the sun is fully up, the cliffs will return to their normal appearance, but for these few moments, they are almost magical with this display of shadow art. In the shadowy half-light, a group of caves and crevices on the cliff face takes on the appearance of a grinning skull. As the morning sun illuminates the shadow that resembles the skull's mouth, a previously unseen glint of gold sparkles brightly in the sunlight, as if the skull has a gold tooth. That's our heading, boys. Let's go find our way up there so we know what we're looking for if we when we come back. Before that happens, I would like to make a advisory to uh, Captain. Captain, we're missing a lot of crew members, and a lot of us are very beaten down. Thanks for the reminder. If we go and try to get this gold, if we get caught up by another free captain, they'll find our stash. If we keep this here and go back to port, we'll still have our stash, and then we'll have more people. We're outmanned right now. Outmanned against two. He's saying, like, if we were to run into another free captain, like, we would be, like, easy pickings because we're already weakened. I don't think the Voth is trying to go get the gold right now. He just wants to go find, like, where would be the entrance to that one specific cave. So That way we don't have to wait for dawn to find it again. Yeah. Yeah. Besides, I need to send people inland to look for some fresh water and whatnot anyway, because we're running dangerously low on supplies as it is. Second order of business, uh, I would like to open my spell book to everyone in the party on the ship to make lives easier in any way, shape, or form, so you guys choose me what you want me to have prepared today. It is not my job to tell you how to do yours. If you can't do your job, I'll find someone who will. I'm trying to help, Captain. I'm aware of that. If you don't want the help, just say so. No, I want you to not need me to hold your hand every step of the way. Get it done. That's what I pay you for. We leave in an hour. An hour goes by. What preparations do you guys make? Pretty much, I just get on my armor and then just set up a couple of teams, or a team. Well, a couple teams. Us and another team led by uh, Price to go look for fresh water and other supplies that would be, you know, useful. Monkeys. Some fresh fruit or if they see anything that might be worth hunting, yeah. Okay. So who is on Team A? It's the party. It's myself, Manny, Scram, and Lemon. And Team B is Price and Generic Swabs, number five, six, seven, and nine. Okay. So uh, Team A takes a longboat to the the deepest point in the cove where you saw the the grinning skull face. Mm-hmm. And Team B kind of takes their longboat out of the cove to go around the island because there's no, like, like, it's all cliff faces. There's no way to, like, get onto the island without, like, climbing. Okay. We have to climb onto this? Yeah, the entire cove is surrounded by cliff faces. And the Dude, cliff that's faces... that's not going to work. Why? Because you all well, have Well, I have a minus two, yeah. I'm not a good climber to begin with. Well, unless it's, like, a particularly difficult climb, we can kind of just take tens and take our time. We're going to have to wait for these other people to look for supplies anyway. All right. Yeah, as long as you're taking your time, it's an easy enough climb. You get to the beach at the base of the the cliff face, and about 30 feet above, two caves open into the cliff face where the skull's eye sockets would be. And I'll remind you, like, there's, like, cave openings everywhere. It looks like a giant beehive for lack of a better term where there's just like openings here there everywhere so like if if you were like let's just search all the caves it'd take forever right but when you saw the shadows and the skull face you know that narrowed it down for you okay if you remember the 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 clues i will i'll reread them for you really quick i've got it right here okay uh from blue bites embrace spy the grave lady's prized tooth that's the the golden tooth that that kind of shimmered it at dawn, mm-hmm. and with the Dawnflower's first kiss, climb the captain's wayward orb to claim Old King's Horde. And we know that the captain's wayward orb is a reference to his missing eye, and we know he mm-hmm. was missing his right eye. Mm-hmm. So we probably want to go in the right eye hole of the cave, right? Correct. Now the fun part, his right or our right? Isn't that the question? <laughs> his right. I would say his right. So the left eye from looking at it. So you climb up and you enter the left eye. A narrow earthen opening 
ascends into the cliff above. The cave mouth is a tight fit behind the screening vines and roots, but it looks accessible with a little effort. Do you want me to squeeze in first? That's kind of his whole shtick. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I'm very squeezy. Yeah, go see what you <laughs> I can, can find, I, Lemon. All right, I'm going to squeeze my way in. All right. Lemon, you fit in really easily. Like, a medium creature would need to squeeze to enter the cave, but, like, mm-hmm. it's just, like, just walking in a door for you. Shortly after you enter, the cave does widen, and it extends upward at a fairly steep slope. So you'd actually need to climb, but it's still a slope. It'd be a, an easy enough climb, less than DC 10. Can I see what's going on from here at the top, or is it uh, disappear? Do you have any light sources? Mm, not on me, no. That's pretty. In that case, since I know it widens quickly, I am going to head back and just let everybody know. They can all just come on. All right, so we we all go through then. I'll stay in the lead though, just in case. All right, um, I'll start shooting some dancing lights up ahead of us, so we have something to see down this tunnel. Okay, and the tunnel climbs to a point just below the island's surface. So you guys are still inside of this tunnel, but like if you could like bust a hole in the ceiling right now, you'd be exposed to fresh air. Okay. In in fact, sunlight filters faintly through a rent in the earth above where a gargantuan tree grows down into the rocky soil, its prodigious root system blocking any further progress ahead. The fissures and crevices in the bark of the tree's trunk, just visible at the roof of the tunnel, vaguely resemble a wrinkled human visage with a craggy crown upon its brow, while the spread of roots below seem like the hoary growth of an ancient beard, Old King's Horde. Right. I'm going to touch it. It feels cold and a little... Little dank. Detect magic. You don't detect any magic. Just the tunnel leads here. It's just a big face made out of roots. Mm-hmm. And it's a dead end. I'm going to try and chop through it. Through the roots? Yeah. You take a couple swings and you take some chips out of the roots, uh, but it'd be a fairly laborious process to hack your way through this. But when you get closer to... The, actually, Lemon uh, went and touched the, the roots, so... Sorry, Lemon, you would have seen this. You you uh you see a humanoid skull tangled among the root tendrils, its hollow eye sockets directed toward the earthen floor. While I say, hey, there's a skull in here. There's a skull. I'll Vanna White the skull for Captain DeVos. I'm going to follow the gaze of the skull. What is it like looking at? It's looking at the earthen floor. Can I inspect the floor to see if there's something there? Uh, it's just rocky soil. Can I disengage the skull from the roots? Yeah, easily enough. All right, then I take it. Like I take a look, look it over a few times. Like, is it just a regular old skull? There's nothing like inside. Nothing going on. Nothing different about it. Just a normal ass skull. I I turn to Scram. Like, well, any ideas? You're supposed to be the booky one. Scram's like twitching hard and kind of not. Uh... He doesn't want to get strike two for the day. <laughs> no, he's no. he's probably trying not to like cast fireball on me right now. That's pretty much where <laughs> Scram's at. The only thing I could think is uh, the direction it was facing was down underneath. Um, maybe dig a little bit. You guys did bring excavation tools to find this hidden treasure with you, didn't you? I'm willing to bet there's some on the ship. All right. Well, since we can't do any digging right now unless someone has something they can do that with. I do not have a spell that can do that, and I don't believe Scram does either. No. Uh, we can always backtrack to the other side of the cave, see where that leads. That's what I was thinking. Let's at least check out the other the other eye. Alright, so we keep in mind that this is here. We know to, that we're going to need to come back with some form of shovel or way to move earth. And we'll go check out the other eye. So you leave the cave and you shimmy over to the other eye. And the cave opens here beneath a screen of honeysuckle. A few large bees buzz around the fragrant blossoms, but they're no threat. Beyond the vines is a dry earthen cave with a fairly level floor. Does it seem to go farther back into the cliff, or is it just kind of like an alcove? It goes a little farther back. Uh, after about 20 feet, it like hangs a left. Well, let's go take a look, shall we, boys? All right. I'll take lead again. I'll do the same dancing lights down the hallway. Okay. Lemon, give me a perception check. Sure. 17. So after about 15 feet, uh, the cave... uh, swings left just before lemon reaches that point lemon you uh you kind of feel the floor beneath your foot kind of like give slightly 
Oh, that's no bueno. I'm so small. <laughs> a heavy log embedded with wooden stakes falls from a cleverly concealed hollow in the ceiling. It swings down the tunnel, striking anyone in its passage. So, uh, this will be versus everybody's flat-footed AC. Mm-hmm. Lemon, 23. Okay, yep, that hits. Devoth, 19. Does not hit. Okay. Scram? It's 30. <laughs> Holy shit. Uh, and Manny, 20. It hits. So, everyone takes from this log 22 damage. Oh, plus, wow. <laughs> Lemon, mm-hmm. you take an extra 3 from the spikes. Scram, you take 12 from the spikes. Manny, you also take 12 from spikes. It's 66 damage plus 1d4 spikes, and each spike is 1d4 plus 2. Yeah, Devoth, you, you kind of just, duh, stand there stupidly, but, like, you put, like, your, your arms up. It just kind of glances off your armor before continuing on to Scram and Manny. So now what? Well, I'm down to 11 hit points. <laughs> I'm down to 2. Holy shit. Okay. That almost just, like, ended me right there. So, yeah, I will. This is on Scram. Scram heals 20. Oh, wow. Manny heals 15. Lemon heals 14, as I use three of my second little spells. All right. Well, with that, the trap is deactivated. The log is just kind of hanging there. I'll chop it down so it's just not hanging there anymore. All right. And you continue around the bend, and it's dead end. Wonderful. You entered the correct eye first. It was uh, the captain. The like captain's The cliff right face eye. was facing you. Yeah. Uh, That's what I figured, but if it was a dead end, we might as well check this one just to be safe. Mm -hmm. So you guys have only been at this for like maybe 45 minutes at the most uh, since you shoved off from the ship with your longboat. You have a feeling that that Team B is probably going to be looking for water and shit for a while. Right. So, I mean, if you guys wanted to go back to the ship, get some shovels and stuff, and go back to... The eye. The The correct eye. Yeah, the correct eye, and just spend some time excavating probably have time for that okay um we'll do that and on the way on the way climbing down i just want to check because when like the sun came up there was like that glint of like a gold tooth oh yeah i just want to see if that was anything or if that was just like a trick of the light on the cliffs uh you're climbing down and since you're looking for it yeah you do see like a little chunk of what looks like could be gold uh just kind of like embedded in one of the cliffs okay uh, one of the one of the caves all right before we climb down, can I make a perception check to look out into the cove and see if I see any ships near the island other than ours? From a higher vantage Make sure what's-our-name wasn't following us? You don't need to make a perception check. You've got a pretty, pretty oh, good, good view. Oh, it was a ship perception check. <laughs> <laughs> you don't see any, any ships. All right, so yeah, we head back to the ship, grab some shovels, and grab a couple more crew members, too, to, to have them, you know, do the dirty work. It's a tough dig. It's not just, like soft loose mm-hmm. dirt like you need like shovels and picks to like loosen it really up break and, yeah. break through the ground here after descending 10 feet uh you finally hit bedrock on the island you also hit a layer of wooden planks laid across the pit bottom i have them kind of keep digging to see to dig out those planks and see what if they are covering anything or lead anywhere all right it takes them a while it's a thick layer of wooden planks but finally, they shout up from the hole, Captain, we we broke through. Come take a look. All right. And I clamber down. Uh, the removal of the wooden planks reveals a sinkhole descending into the rock. It drops 30 feet to the still, dark surface of water. The broken remnants of a wooden platform and stairs clings to the wall, but the structures themselves have long since rotted away and dropped into the inscrutable depths. To continue, you'll need to go underwater all right well from here it looks like if we're gonna find what we're looking for we're gonna need to get underwater and the way we're the way we're supplied right now and the way we're down on crew i think we need to we need to go hit the port and come back i'd rather not test this without our full strength behind us yep stock up on some air bubble potions or water breathing potions scram do you know air bubble did you is that in your spell book i do have water breathing (laughs) water breathing well then, I would say while we're while we're sailing back to port, I'll have Scram like make some scrolls of water breathing, so that he doesn't have to use spell slots on it when we come back. 
because then he can just cast it from the scroll without using his slots. Even like, I was just thinking, oh, it's a scroll. None of us else can use it, but Scram can just use it on us and still not taking up a slot. As long as nothing happens to Scram, you guys will be fine. All right, so Scram, if you want to make these as economically as possible, you can lower your caster level to fifth, and that'll make it cost less gold to make. It lasts two hours per level, so even at caster level fifth, each use of that is still going to uh, last you guys ten hours. Oh, and actually, it's it's um it's communal. It is communal. So like, and it's divided up by person. So if there's oh if there's five of us, you can divide it up for like you know ev- everyone gets two hours. And so honestly, just like a scroll of that would be fine. So it's going to cost you three hundred and seventy-five gold per scroll of water breathing. <laughs> That's pretty economical. Okay, so uh, now what do you do? Now we head back to the ship and wait for Team B to come back and. Uh, Mark the location of Mancatcher Cove on our chart. Get all that stuff together. I blow my healing for the day, and we shove off for the Ushinawa Islands. Okay. Takes you about a day to get there. So everyone heal one strength damage for the day it takes us to get there. In fact, it's uh, creeping into the evening by the time you get there. So you have three choices. You go to Genzi, Robu, or Zebo. Genzi is the largest city. Then Genzi it is. Okay. So you approach Genzi. It's actually kind of beautiful because in the fading light, you can see all of these lanterns being lit. You're at uh, you're at Genzi. What are you guys gonna do? All right. Uh, so yeah, we pull into port. What's the size of the city? It's a small town. Small town. All right. Mm-hmm. Not gonna bother selling selling plunder in here though. Actually, we'll spend one point of plunder to pay the crew. Especially after what we just went through, I feel like they could they they need some pay. Do but, we want to snag up some more crew? Yes, yeah. that's going to be our our main task while we're here is replenishing our crew. How about uh, Lemon and Devoff each go out on some recruit missions and get some assist from people if we want? Okay. Ooh. DC twenty bluff diplomacy or intimidate check. It takes one full day, mm-hmm. and a successful check gets you one d four plus two new crew members. I'm intimidating. With a 25. Alright, I'll do diplomacy. 27. Ooh, go lemon. Okay, so how many days are you guys willing to stay here? Well, let's see how many we get after the first day. Devoth, you netted six. And lemon netted six. Okay. So, yeah, we only need to spend one day doing that. So, you guys are recruiting, and you got 12 new crew members. Uh, Are you gonna... Alright. Are you guys staying an extra day? Yeah. After that fight, I figure we should give the crew a little time to recuperate before we head back. All right. You gonna do any infamy checks? Yeah, might as well. Yeah. We'll assist Lemon again. Okay. With a bluff. I got a 15. Oh, yeah. Even if we all assist, that's not gonna be high enough. Nope. That was a really bad roll. (laughs) I think I rolled like a four? Yeah, I rolled a four. So we spent one day recruiting, and we did that really effectively. And then we spent one day trying to boost our reputation and failed to do that. Everyone who was impressed by you was already on your crew. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, uh, so you're in some tavern in Genzi, and you don't get a whole overwhelmingly positive reaction to your story. But uh, you see a short and fat, if handsome, bald man who seems to be quite uh, enraptured with the tales of the Mascador crew. Okay. All right, Scram. <laughs> you're usually the shortest guy in the room, but... Uh, this short and fat, if handsome, bald man uh, kind of walks up Kind of looks like a you. barrel. <laughs> looks a little like a barrel. Yeah. I walk up to Scram and I uh, I say, hey, my name's Cheryl and uh, here you guys are recruiting. I think I'm your man. Uh, say no more. Now, <laughs> have you heard of the Masked Brotherhood? Uh, What's yeah. your affiliation with them? Uh, uh, Devoth, stranger danger. <laughs> oh no, that's the guy I didn't want to talk to. I need a captain. <laughs> Record scratch. Devoth, oh you hear a, a shaky scram going. Captain, I walk over, mug of ale in hand, like, yes, yeah, scram. What is it? I kind of stand up a little bit higher, even though I'm only five six. I'm like, Ooh. Trying to make myself big and tall. This guy's asking about the... About the Mascador. I'm in. Cheryl, great to meet you. 
He was asking about the Mass Brotherhood. <laughs> Fucking crap. <laughs> you're, you're already on my list, dude. Oh, you were cool. Ah, <laughs> uh, the Mass Brotherhood, eh? I think we've had a couple people from there, but uh, I don't know, no one on board currently. Yeah, cool. I wasn't really, I was just, because you guys were a mass, I thought. Anyways, I'm oh, no, super happy to. They're just terribly comfortable. You should try it. I kind of look aside like, is this whole thing just a comfort? <laughs> a comfort-based <laughs> operation? <laughs> is the entire mass brotherhood just dudes who figured out masks are comfortable? <laughs> Devoth, I've been talking to him for 20 seconds. He's already rocking my world. But I hide all of that. So, sign-ups? Yeah, well, the uh, the ship is in the harbor. Just uh, be there at sun-up, and we'll uh, we'll find you a bunk. And a bunk? Find you a spot on the crew. A spot on the crew? I'm trying to contain my excitement. <laughs> you look like you can handle yourself in a fight. That's good to see. I kind of start flexing my... <laughs> Big fat muscles. <laughs> like, oh yeah, fight, yeah. You should have started flipping the pages of your book. <laughs> oh, yeah. I just hope you're uh, a little better attitude than the last fat guy we had on board. Aye, aye, Captain. Not knowing what that means. I mean, he just calls you fat. That's okay. <laughs> Everyone calls me fat. <laughs> Great. So are you guys staying an extra day, or are you just shoving off? Uh, well, we spent, we got the first day recruiting people, which is apparently when we meet him. Mm-hmm. And the next day, we'll do the infamy that we failed at. And then we'll shove off the next day. Okay, great. So we heal one two, more, two strength, more strength two more? damage. All right, so three total, right? Yes. And Devoth is back so up. To full. Cl- yeah, I was gonna say. I think that puts me back up at full too. At full. Me too. That is something that uh, Cheryl might have noticed uh, when when he was talking to this big lumbering half orc. Devoth might have looked a little paler than you'd expect. Maybe a little more slouched. Right. Right. Uh, a little more battle-worn. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so after a day of sailing, you guys arrive once again at Mancatcher Cove. All right. And I kind of make that almost like a grand announcement to the new people on the crew. Like, gentlemen, ladies, welcome to Mancatcher Cove. What? And I'm still not sure who I want to make the Master at Arms, but I promoted Badger Midlar to Bosun. Oh, okay. So you arrive at Mancatcher Cove in the evening. I say we... Get looking for this treasure. If we're going underwater into a dark cave, it doesn't really matter if we're going in the day or the nighttime, so... Actually, no. We'll we'll anchor the ship just outside the cove, hang out till morning, and then we will take a uh, a longboat into the cove to, to climb up in the morning. Give us the most time before we start getting, you know, fatigued from lack of sleep. Scram. Give me a perception check. That is 16. You guys camp out outside the cove, and during the night, Scram, you're woken up. By a loud bang, like a loud thump next year, caught, followed by, ah, damn it. I uh, wake up to, but I don't, I, I don't stir awake. I kind of just kind of like look like I kind of just roll over. Mm-hmm. So I'm trying to be stealthy about it. Okay. When you roll over, you see Afram and like he's kind of like looking at you like, <laughs> and it looks like you're just sleeping. He kind of like had like his arms like crossed when he was looking at you. When he uncrosses his arms after he's sure that you're awake, you see that it's your bag of holes. And he reaches into the bag. Oh. Well, before he does that, like, I know I know the only thing in there is my egg, so I immediately... Your egg? <laughs> there's all... in my bag! There's also a few gallons of Daisani, if I remember correctly. <laughs> yeah, dude. A lot of just glasses <laughs> Maybe of he's just thirsty. Uh, what are you doing? <gasps> Scrammy scared me. I thought you were sleeping. I hop up out of bed now, like, on top of it, like, I'm ready to go. Okay. I'm ready to kill my student. Like, that's, that's <laughs> where I'm at. This, I have a lot of, boy. I have a lot of, like, anger issues right now, and I'm ready to take it, like, right the fuck out. Okay. Uh, Does any of this wake Manny up? Because I'm assuming this is all in the officer's quarters. Uh, sure. Manny, make a perception check. And Lemon. 14, so I don't think it... I will try to proceed. A 29. Oh. Manny, you don't wake up, but Lemon does. Uh, All right. You would wake up to hear Scram talking to Afram, and Scram gets out of bed, and it's not hard to notice that Afram's got Scram's bag of holding. I am going to grab my uh, one of my daggers, slip it in, and I'm going to sneak over there. Roll stealth. 
46. <laughs> Scram. You want to roll perception against that? No. <laughs> even, even, if, even if I had a chance to, honestly, I, I want him to do it. Like, Okay. I want him you to do want it. I want him to kill it. Uh, okay. So he, he sees you get out of bed and he's kind of like, like, he's not like being defensive or anything. Like, he's just like holding the bag and you kind of startle him getting up he's one of the few members of the crew that you can like intimidate he kind of like looks down at the bag and he looks back up at you and he says he said he wanted to get out afram yes hand me over the bag immediately you don't know what that egg contains and you don't want it to get out he looks down at the bag again and he looks back up and he slowly hands you the bag afram what did it say to you just told me it wanted to go in the water what told you it wanted to get into the water? Any sort oh, of vision? Oh, it was a, it was a voice. Uh, it, it it said it was in your bag and it wanted to, you know, wanted to go in the water. What are you keeping in there? Have him go to bed. Oh, I see. You're the the big fancy wizard. You can handle enslaving whatever you want. Put it in that bag. And the guy that you're supposed to take under your wing. This is Can't all know anything from about it. Yeah, an eight-year-old. Yeah, he's tough as rocks, dude. He's living on the streets. Afrin, you're part of this crew now. I thought this crew was against slavery, but here you are keeping something against its will. We can have this conversation in the morning. I'm certain that you've heard conversations floating around of what could possibly be in here. This is definitely going to be a discussion between. Us and the captain. It's fine, whatever. You're not my real dad. (laughs) (laughs) Or my fake dad, either. So, I don't know if you guys have, like, a similar setup to how the the Wormwood was, where cabin boy or girl has, like, their own little cubby uh, in the captain's quarters. Yeah, that probably sounds about right. Alright, so, Aphrom kind of... He's clearly, like, like, he understands that his place is beneath scram and the other officers and you've never really seen him show any attitude but he seems he seems pretty seems pretty agitated about that conversation he turns on his heel and he walks out of the officers quarters so that's the next day uh, scram's contemplating on uh bringing it up but he definitely feels like it needs to be addressed to some degree uh he finds devoth devoth is not hard to find Probably over by one of the, you know, longboats, getting it ready to, supervising its preparation to head into the cove. Uh, I make my way over there as well, so I can be near the conversation. I guess I would also join. We were all getting packed up. Well, actually, I kind of, like, specifically, like, seek uh, between me and Demoth. So, whenever you have a free moment outside of the other two... Devoth, we need to talk about what's in this bag. Yeah, and the kid who tried to steal it. <laughs> what? What did you just say? I point at uh, Scram. I'm uh, very confused. Well, I motioned for everyone to come into the captain's cabin then, away from prying ears. Wait, so what's going on, Scram? What's going on with the egg? It appears that Garvalavo is able to make contact to some degree outside of... Uh, the egg and the bag. Um, Afram tried to take it yesterday, uh, but not only take it, but attempted to free him. Any sort of magic that is uh, that's this powerful might also come with a capability of trying to uh, alter somebody's mind to do such things. Well, we knew this egg was going to be a problem eventually. That's why we didn't sell it to the consortium weeks ago what disturbs me more is that garvalavo knew its own location and was able to give direct directions to where it was hidden Aye, that could be worrying but i don't think we trust anyone enough to not leave it on the ship we're just going to need to make sure that it's being watched you do have a a castle that you can yeah, but stuff in. but that particular relationship is a bit tenuous right now. I think. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Considering <laughs> it might not be our dad died a couple days ago. 
maybe we can set a trap around it. Uh, Is that something you're capable uh, of? I'm not certain about building <clears throat> traps. I'm certain maybe somebody on this, if not one of our officers, uh, might be able to make such a thing. We we could also just include it in whoever is on watch. Like well, if an, an officer is always on watch, an officer is holding the bag while on watch. Well, the problem Tom, is Scram doesn't know any kind of like silencing spells. Uh, like sometimes no. you can. Mine's, it's like a yeah. cancel spell or a cancel magic effect, right? And you can like I, put it well, on I an think, object or something or an area. I th- yeah, I think the only thing that might do that would be like an anti magic field. And in order to do that, yeah, something we like to, that, we'd have to take the egg out of the bag because casting an anti magic field on a bag of holding just makes it no longer function as a bag of holding. I guess yeah. It, it would have to be with somebody that we, abs- if not one of the PCs. <laughs> Which is uh, what I said. Right. I said one of the PCs takes, oh. a, takes a watch, and that PC is holding the bag. Not literally. I wouldn't recommend hiding it at the end of your arm. We, we could just have a standing order on the ship that absolutely no one other than officers are allowed into the officer's quarters. No exceptions. Is the cabin boy technically not an officer? It's, yeah, it's like a tweener position. Like it, it kind of has some privileges. Like he doesn't have to do the day to day work, but he's not really doesn't have like the privilege or pay of an officer. I don't imagine that the Gargolavo <laughs> gives a damn about the rules on the ship. And if we just say, "Nope, you're not allowed in here," then the person who we might be suspicious of would just walk in anyway. But that's the whole thing. Like if if it's that's a rule on the ship, that's something we can enforce. We can be on the lookout for. Like whoever's on watch can also be looking at the officer's quarters to make I sure no one goes mean. in. But the, we, yeah, that's a great spot to keep it. But then we also run into the issue of what if it starts influencing one of the other officers? I well, then we are doomed at, anyway. I think we might just have to change it so that I think I am going to keep the bag and egg in the captain's cabin, and we'll just move Afrim into the officers' quarters. And then there's a standing order that no one's allowed in the captain's cabin without the captain's permission. Are Are you going to be perceptive okay enough throughout the entire night? I'm more perceptive than you are. Also, whoever's on watch would be keeping an eye out for it. They're, right? they're going to be on deck, and it's going to be pretty obvious if someone comes yeah. up and starts heading to the locked captain's cabin. Either way, they're going to have to take some time to unlock it, which would make them fairly easily noticed. Understood. Unless I'm the one who gets their mind taken <laughs> over, I can unlock locks extremely And fast. stealth your balls off. <laughs> just like whistling but, as you I, go I in. I don't say that out loud. I'll let them figure that part out on their own. Let well, make a will save. <laughs> All right. You got it. You know, Manny's not above selling this thing on the black market, too, if the price is right. But, all right, that's what we'll do for now, then. Devoth will keep the bag and egg in the captain's cabin. And uh, we'll move Afrim into the officer's quarters. Groovy. Yeah. I'll keep an eye on him, too. All right. And with that decided, we will uh, we will now take the bag with us as we head into... Wait, you're taking the bag with you? To a place that we're going underwater? Did you need to go underwater to get there? Well, the bag of holding doesn't <laughs> let water in. It doesn't? No. What, is it going to soak through the bag? I don't know. Is it airtight? I mean, it's a magical <laughs> goddamn bag. Right? You're a magical goddamn bag. I've... I feel like otherwise, every time anybody went swimming with their bag in their on their waist, they, they would, would have just to dump it out of water. Time, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that seems silly. All right, all right, all right. That would be kind of funny, though. You just go swimming with a bag of holding. When you're done, you just have to hold it upside down for five minutes to get all the water out of it. <laughs> <laughs> Creates a little vortex every time you go swimming. You just have a whirlpool. Oh, following sucks you, you in. You <laughs> so yeah, we uh, let's go exploring this old man's old king's hoard. Yeah. Who are you taking with you? Well, you're going to need some grunt work to uh, maybe do a little digging or... Uh... Grunt work? <laughs> that could be me. Sounds like a Shirley job. <laughs> so I will I will take... It'll be myself. It'll be Manny, Scram, Lemon. Uh, we'll take Cheryl because he looks like he'll be good at lifting stuff. Yes. And uh, we'll take Aaron Ivy. All right. And a couple of crew members just to leave, like, back on top <coughs> in case something <coughs> happens. Okay. Well, I'll make Price one of those that that's going to stay up top. So, you know, if something happens or whatever, they can drop a rope to us or what we need, whatever we need. Okay. I'll give Aaron the task of maybe trying to set up some sort of maybe like a pulley system or something that, that's going to make it easier for us to get in and out of this place. If we, you know, if we do find the treasure, we're going to need a way to get it out. Although we do have a handy bag of holding with us. Depends on how big this treasure is. It's another Gargalavo egg. <laughs> you retrace your steps. 
You go up to the captain's right eye, the skull's right eye. You climb up the little hill within. You get to the the old king in the tree roots, and you descend 30 feet. Lowered by rope. Per splash. Manny, Devoth, Scram, Lemon, Cheryl, <laughs> and Aaron. Oh, uh, I cast, uh, I do water breathing. Oh, and, and before, yeah, before we get armor. into the... Before we get into the water, I'm going to put that oil over my gun. All right. How long does that oil last? I think it's a minute per level. All right. You might want to save that till we need it. Well, you can't apply it once you're underwater. Yeah. Right. But I have a feeling, I don't think we're going to be underwater the whole time. I've, I don't know. I'm assuming <laughs> nope, there's I'm going to put stuff. it on before we get in. If I got to reapply <laughs> it, I will. How many, how many of those oils do you have, Manny? I think it's a lot. I have, like uh, or, I think eight something. left. Counting the fact that I just used one. I, I bought him, and then uh, we've had no, like, underwater battle, really, until two sessions ago. Right. Yeah. Well, okay. So there's... No, I was saying the, the party is the six of us and Aaron Ivy. I wanted to leave Aaron Ivy kind of behind to set up some sort of rope and pulley system. So you can just do water breathing on the six of us, and that gives us our... No, it's five of us. It is five. You have two hours each. I was I was counting Alex. Like, he's not a party member. <laughs> So yeah, it's, uh, everyone gets two hours and, and we go for a swim. Just throwing this out there, uh, Aaron Ivy has air bubble and it would last three minutes coming from him. Manny could save your oils and just have him do that to start Yeah, that's with. fine. And then, yeah, that's a good idea. So Aaron casts air bubble on Manny's musket and you all descend into the water. And we'll see you next week. Oh, 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 oh. There's only one true saver, and his name is Devon. <laughs> I'm okay with this cult.